Hey, people of something. Hi. I can hear myself now, except for not really at all. This is Ethanexus, episode 124, Chronometric Instruments, on Sunday, April 27th, 2014. And now, talks back in a good way. This episode of Ethanexus is hosted by Ryan Rappershead with co host Matthew Petchel. Hey, how's it going? It's good. How about you? I'm doing well. Really? Yeah. Since uh, when? Since sun came up this day. But it's been raining all day. Ah, but look outside. It's sunny. That's not the sun. That's a reflection from the cloud. Mm, I, I think that uh, you should uh, have to take a little field trip outside and witness the full glory of the sun. Like, I, I, I just looked out your bathroom window and, oh, by the way, I had to move a lot of pans and knives. Well, you, you see that um, we've been doing some reconstruction in the uh, kitchen. We, we don't have a and sink right now. No sink. So the nearest sink, apparently, is the one in the bathroom. And so you have a nice drying rack and everything else for all the stuff. It's very efficient bathroom sink, but uh, I, don't know, I, I always think, like, the place where I drop bomb every morning is not the place where I want my clean dishes. I mean, it shouldn't really matter as long as they're not touching. But I always thought there's like this gas cloud that comes out, like because it, I mean it's a very quick process what I do, and so, uh, there's like this, <laughs> and it's like uh, like I don't know, there's this vapor mist thing, and I wouldn't want clean paints getting a little brownified. There's a vapor mist. Well, you, see, you don't, you you don't need... eat as many pizzas as I do. No, I don't. I think it's time for you to start eating fiber. Like, yeah. No, I don't correctly. Do that. Wow, mm, never at this time. Yeah, I, I guess not. Well, anyway, so we're replacing the um, sink cabinet and sink and faucet in our kitchen with new rare earth magnets. <laughs> so we we bought a uh, faucet that has a um, long neck that curves so that you can put a pot under it and fill it up with water easily. And the uh, faucet has the integrated, um, you know, sprayer in it. And the sprayer nozzle has a magnet so that it always goes back into the faucet when it's done being used. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Now, we got the cheaper of the two models. It was $200, but we could have paid on an extra $103 for the touch model. So... This is this just the faucet or the faucet and sink? The faucet. That, that's really expensive. Actually, the sink was uh, $29 more than the faucet. Sinks are expensive. Yeah, that's a nice sink. So our previous sink had a, like, um, you know, like pressure. It's not welding, but it's like pressure sealing the, the bottoms, the pans of the sink to the frame of the sink. And so there's always this very dirty gap that the disjunct would just fly into and mm. stay there. So by getting a sink that is made out of one piece of metal, very much like a MacBook Air, we have gotten rid of that problem. It it seems like one piece is always better. Mm-hmm. That's uh, good to hear, though. Yeah, so it, it, it'll be nice. Now, I, I really think we could have gotten that touch model. It would have been really cool. Mm, that's just crazy. I mean, when when have you ever had a touchscreen faucet? Never, and I hope to never have one. Yeah, I it's not actually a screen, though, so it's okay. Mm. I also um, spent some money this week. Got something big? Uh, I got something huge. What is it? Well, I got a bed this week. A bed? Yeah. Like, you know how I have my little army cot? Yeah, I'm very it, it's, it's worked fine for a long, long time. Sure it has. But I, I, I fell through it earlier this uh, year. And I've, I, I reattached it with duct tape and other adhesives. But um, Other adhesives? Yes. Um, like, you know, my um, seam tape yeah. for um, putting 
carpet together. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I didn't apply it on right, um, but with a little bit of heat, like because it has fiberglass built into the tape, mm-hmm. and so uh, it, it held up. But when you got a hole in something and you've fallen through something, there's only so much you can do for it. I agree. And so I went into this store where they sell mattresses and box springs and all the other accessories you might ever not want. Like a pillow? Pillows. And, man, they got these memory foam pillows and all these other things. I'm not a big fan of memory foam pillows. <sighs> I don't know. I just... They're, they're, I like a blanket. They're often just too firm. Like, no, blankets make a better pillow than pillows. It's possible. Well, I always wrap a blanket around my head before I fall asleep. Like, I, I, I leave, like, air holes and stuff, but, like, you know, you just wrap the... Thing. I've been used to doing it. I think you well, are... mosquitoes will eat your face if you... Well, Why not is... so much on the inside. You've never slept with a blanket wrapped around your head. No. How else do you keep the mosquitoes off you? Why are there mosquitoes anywhere? Well, you wouldn't take out nap outside or anything. Why would you do that? You don't go camping. No, that's disgusting. What's disgusting is when you're doing that, <laughs> dropping the bomb in the vapor mist in the woods, and then you got nothing to clean up with. And then after, it's fine for a day or two, but when you go like a week in the woods without having some of the things, like things start getting weird. And Getting weird, huh? Yeah. Either, no, but I got a bed. And so I was going in there to, like, because I had a $188 special. I'm like, well, I can get this twin bed for $188. Sounds reasonable. And then the guy was like, well, Yes, you can get a twin bed for 188, but look at this queen for the identical price. And I'm like, wow. sold. And like, here, well, I'll pull it down so you can try it. Like, no, nope. put it in my truck. And like, mm, you might want to try it first. So you don't have to return. I'm like, fine. He set it down on there, threw me a pillow. Like, I was sprawled, rolled around on it, called it good, and um, loaded it up that day. And then he's like, well, we'll deliver it to Martin. Like, no, I'll take it now. And like, wow, somebody actually takes this stuff. Nobody in that store takes it out themselves they all have it delivered and it well is... most people don't have large vehicles like that i don't know but um so i have finally gotten a real bed now with but, real but, issues but but yeah so now you got to tell us about the issues so i live in the finished attic of my parents house uh-huh and so the attic has been finished but the ceiling height is exactly six feet seven inches and i am six six and doorways hurt and everything hurts but it's home and i love it and i always will but my queen my new queen bed for the same price is a little tiny twin like who would ever want to get the twin when you could get the queen for the same price exactly like um and then i got the after i bought the frame and stuff and taxes it was, it was under 250 that's pretty good um it's cheaper than a nexus uh seven. faucet oh it's cheaper than a faucet yeah but my faucet's really magnetic yes yeah but no, so I um, had to take my circular saw to the box spring. So me and my brother were able to fold the mattress quite heavily. It, you could fold that thing I, in half. I'm surprised you didn't break it by doing that. What the thing? Mattress. No, it's fine. Yeah, it's amazing. Well, box spring we couldn't, so I had to. So I cut that in half this morning mm-hmm. while my parents were gone because they're like, "It's brand new. Don't break it." I'm like, "Mom, mom, 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 go to church. Get some goodness in you." I'm like, but you should come too. Like. I'm going to be fine here. You and dad and little one all go to church and have some fun. It's a nice rainy day. I'm going to go take a nap on my mattress on the floor because I don't have a box spring or a frame. I'm like, okay. And I just rip it in half and I call it upstairs. And then so I replaced all the little tiny one by um, fours in there yeah. with two by fours. It's probably it better. really beefed up mm-hmm. and there's only screws hanging out the top. But when you put the mattress on top of it, it's fine. You're going to need the beef, so that's... Yeah, uh, that's what I figure. I mm-hmm. mean... Uh, did you get a frame for it, too? Yes, I did. That's good. Uh, I got 
So they had a promotion where if you took a knife and you lanced your old mattress's law tag and brought it in, you got the uh, you got a frame for twenty nine dollars for a twin. But I got a queen, so it was actually like forty dollars. Mm-hmm. But um, because that was the one they're pushing to. Like, well, they always like when you buy something and you get in the add on, it's always some cheap Chinese piece of garbage. Right. Yeah. Um, it was actually it was uh, made in America and was a nice steel frame. Good. Very heavy duty. Yes, yeah, I purchased my frames at Menards, and they um they they aren't very good. Yeah, this one has five legs. Like that's um, good. Yeah, like mm-hmm. it's got a crossbar with a leg, and yep. it's got a really big foot in the middle. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping not to go through it. It shouldn't. It is happen. very loud. The bed, like when I'm rolling from one end well, to the I other. Well, I mean, yeah, beds are like that. Well, I've never been able to roll. Like, right. I mean, when I'm in my cot, my cot is about you know exactly how wide I am. Like, there's there's no removing space. But now I'm just going from one end of the wall and the other, like wee. And it, 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 it's very entertaining to have a like soft place to stay. Well, it only took you like what twenty years to know that you needed a bed. What do you mean? I I, I had one when I was a kid. I just grew it. Uh, is that was that what you say? Well, it got old. It got old. It got very old. It started smelling, and there was a hive of silverfish in there. A what? Silverfish. Ever heard of them? Yeah, I have. They uh, eat. Uh, well, but a hive. Well, when you want it technical, we could call it a nest. Well, I think that's there are silverfish in there, and they creep me out, and they crawl on you. Like, I mean, silverfish don't bite people. I mean, it's not like um they're um a hazard to humanity, but it it, it they aren't uh, they aren't nice. Is, is this what you do with your bed now? Yes, I I do like to roll from one end to the other. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I'm glad glad you got that worked out. I mean, I think it's funny though that you had to cut the frame. I mean. I've yeah. seen your stairs. They're very narrow. They are narrow. And, and very hard to turn. And the ceiling's right there, so even if I got it up the stairs, it's... Impossible. Yeah. And even with half the bed, I still struggle to get it up myself, but... So how, how's how's your room doing size-wise now? So, my mom was furious Like, it's just cause... 99% bed? Well, yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Because there was this loud smashing sound as I... So do you know how I have all those tables in my room? I've met them. Well, I took the big stuff off, but like all my books and other things, like small, tangible, you know, hard paperback books, I, I picked up the table and just let them all slide. And so my room is a mess right now because uh-huh. I threw it all on the ground, but... Sure it is. I got a bed. Good. Let me know how that goes. Well, uh, I'll probably know in the morning. Um, probably. If you wake up. If I wake up in the morning. Right. It's not a guarantee. Never no, it's, is. It's not a guarantee, especially so, with your pizza consumption. Yeah. So when I was a, a younger child, my sister was like five to when uh, yes. she was younger, right? Obviously. Yeah. And um, we were visiting our grandmother, and then she was saying good night, and then she goes to my grandma, good night, grandma. I hope you wake up in the morning as a nice thing. And she's an older lady, and she kind of took it the wrong way, not just a young <laughs> person being nice. That is hilarious. Yeah. But well, it is always good to say, I hope you wake up in the morning. It's not a creepy thing. Uh, it's a valid concern sometimes. It, it, is it? I don't know. Well, good night and have a hope you wake up in the morning. It's better than not waking up because you wake up dead. And Putnam says you cannot wake up dead. I agree. I think he's true to his words. Indeed. Well, so um, what do we uh, talk about some uh, news? Ooh, but where can we find the news? Well, if you wanted to find the news and for some reason read along with us, you could do that at the nexus.tv slash ATN124. Mm, 124. 124. That's that's getting up there. Yeah, it's getting up there. You know, it's can I retire one, yet? No, it's one episode away from 25, and then there'll only be 25 episodes away from 50. Which is retirement? Yes, for the third time. <sighs> 
Yes, and mm-hmm. and speaking of which, our favorite person, Andrew Bailey, just walked into the docks. Oh, uh, oh, he. Oh, I and mean, he just left, uh, like, because yeah. he can tell that we're not actually but, doing the show. But we are. Right? I, yeah, we are, but but he he doesn't know that. Yeah, and we have to say congratulations to him and his 60th episode. What was it? I don't know. Like, didn't he just have 60, or did he have 59? Or is it 61? Is it 61? No, 59. Well, I know, but I mean, isn't it plus one? Yes. So this was his 60th show, and congratulations, Bailey. Yes. You're uh, doing well. It's the third best show on the network ever. What's the best show? Well, I mean, uh, we yeah. have the most numbers. Yes, I know. What's the second best? Oh, the... Um, it's not the universe. Bit. They have 75 little monkeys. Mm-hmm. So, uh, let's uh, begin with our top news. This week, we actually have top news. Oh, really? Yes. Have you ever heard of our uh, of a Google Plus person called Vic Gondotra? Yes. Have he you? has been... Oh my! He was one of my first friends on the Google Plus. First friends, huh? First of all. Now, how many circles is he in? Like six hundred thousand. Okay, so Enough that to break uh, the system. No, I don't know about that. So, uh, Vic Condotra, he um, it was, it was a pretty prevalent speaker in a lot of Google IOs. Even though he's you know the Google Plus guy, uh, and that's what he does. Uh, he he's also just spoken for other you know groups at Google you know in in those uh, Google I/O keynotes. So he's been a pretty public face of the company. Mm-hmm. And do you remember Hugo Barra before he left for Xiaomi or whatever? No, I do not. But you've heard of him. Yes. So Hugo was another person just like Vic. He was a very well spoken person at you know keynotes for um google whether they were for io or not and so he's just a very popular person and and since um vic of course is the google plus guy he was on google plus a lot sharing people and liking people and doing all sorts of stuff promoting his creation yeah and and so uh as as um it turns out this week he has left not only google plus but google in general he's departing from google after eight years of working there yeah that is um kind of sad now has he i know on his when i read his blog post or his google plus post um, well done he said that he wouldn't talk about it that day but do you so, any, any rumors like is he going to go be a space miner is he going to yahoo no so uh I, I just don't know no so no one knows yet no nobody knows yet but what what do you think he would do now well what's sanofsky up to well, I could totally see him as a college professor. Well, so we we we've got a Forrestal out in the market, we've got a Sanofsky out in the market, and we've got he's a, a professor now, so he's happy. Yeah, but he could still have a real job. Oh, making <laughs> his yelling at TAs to teach his class seems something like anyone would love to do. Ah, I've met those professors. Mm. So, um, Larry, as you might have heard, Larry Page. Oh yeah, because he was in his inner circle. Right? Yeah, so uh, Vic was one of the L team members, which is apparently what they call the Larry Page group of marauders. I don't know. And so Larry congratulated him and thanked him for uh, you know do, making Google Plus start from nothing. And so you you know it's it's been a long time coming that Google got their social act together and made a network of it's better some, than Buzz. Yeah, it's better than Buzz, and it's you know it's better in other ways than Facebook and Twitter. But we all know that Facebook isn't real, so... But it is real. Nobody uses 1. it. 1.3 billion people real. Only a few people in this network. If you take, if you remove 8-bit, you were the only one who uses it. Yeah, but then you're removing 8-bit. Sam doesn't use it. I don't use it. I'm not friends with Bailey, so I can't prove that he doesn't use it. Okay. Well, anyway. So, why do you think Vic left Google? I think that's the question that we're asking ourselves now. Well... Normally, when people leave, they don't like the direction that the company is going. Mm-hmm. Like, um, Windows 9 is going to be a travesty, so 
Everybody's going to leave. Yes. Um, Balmer like people, left for that reason. I was thinking back to Snowski and everyone else. Mm-hmm. Like, as soon as something launches and is successful, he resigns. It, it's always kind of weird like that. Um, but I don't know. I, do you think it was internal pressure? So, um, after this happened, and I don't remember what day this was on, I think it was, uh, when was... It was like a Monday or Tuesday, it was very early this week. I don't know when the 24th was, three days ago, so I still don't know what that means. Oh, Friday, Thursday, Thursday was the 24th. So, when this happened, maybe a day later, everybody started coming out of the woodwork about how Google was looking at what they have done with Google+, and really just not finding it to actually be that useful, apparently. And I find that to be suspicious, it's probably just link bait stuff. Because there's no reason that those sources wouldn't have come out beforehand unless under the guide of Vic, uh, everybody was happy and then without him, everybody is very sad. So apparently one of the things that Google wants to do is they want to divest some of the things that Google Plus merged together. So like, you know how they have photos? Yes. So apparently there's some talk that maybe they want to divest photos from Google Plus, make it its own product. Um, you know, the, the single service sign on, so you can sign on to websites with Google plus instead of making an account there, they want to divest that from Google plus. So if, if Vic was, you know, uh, taking part in those discussions and he didn't really like doing that, maybe he would leave because of that. That seems strange to me, but maybe. No, but I'd love to see what he does next. Well, and so we won't only just see what he does next. We'll see what Google in general does next. Because oh, they'll just promote some other yuppie guy into it. Well, I mean, uh, it's already made. You just got to find somebody around. Actually, they did promote somebody, and I don't have that um, link with me. But they did. It's put, a nobody who doesn't matter. No, he was uh, an engineer who worked in the team instead. So it's not an, not so much an evangelist with a very public presence. It's a smart guy. He's going to do smart things. Well, right, but you know, smart people that do smart things don't tend to promote products. Really, what Google Plus needs is, I mean, it works fine. It needs people though. What do you mean? There's infinite people on that. But there's not. Like, my family really doesn't use Google Plus like they use Facebook. And so, without that, they uh, really don't have a lot. And I feel like Vic was one of the promoters that would uh, try to make that happen. But, let me put it this way. If... Who knows that Vic exists? Exists. No, I don't. Not mean, the people. I don't mean like your like family. he would personally like, do it. What I mean though is that he would tune the service for that normal people to come on. I don't know. You just gotta you know write letters to people until the people start using the internet. Uh, I don't think that's gonna work out. Oh, I'm sure it won't. No, people will come to Google Plus. Google Plus is new still. It's only what two, three. Uh, yeah, it's not that old. Yeah, I was. In the high Facebook school. is ancient. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in these. Terms. Seven years old, eight years old. Yeah. No, maybe it's ten now. I don't know. Two thousand four. Yeah, I mean that's this has a long time to build up a reputation and uh, yeah, Plus. and Google Plus has a long time to get rid of it. And plus, everyone hated Google Plus when they did that YouTube change, where you had to have Google Plus, right? Mm-hmm. And all those you know things to force people to use Google Plus wasn't helping their right morale. But like, so that's another problem with Google Plus is that there's too much forcing going on. Uh, is there a way to not do that? Can you have an Android phone without having Google Plus synced? No. Uh-huh. But, like, so that's why that Photos feature should be divested. Like, it's a Android feature more than a Google Plus feature. But that's never going to change. It could change, but why does it have to? Yeah. Yeah. So, how about if we talk about some uh, phone and carrier news? Yeah, let's talk about AT&T. What did they do this week? Well, they announced that they made a list of 100 cities did they check it twice in the u.s where they would check twice 
if they think that people would pay enough for fiber and if their local leaders would uh want to invest in a fiber optic city mm-hmm. of the future fastest. well like it, it is a big commitment um, it is it's expensive to dig up trenches and to go through walls like um like new york city even though it's huge isn't on this list because how would they how would they dig up those streets yeah i mean it is possible there's so many of them and so they're just they're just doing a little feasibility study and seeing who would actually want this a lot of people would like it. It's just that what's, but, what places could support such a uh, very drastic, you know, thing. Yeah. So there's only one place on the entire list where it's actually going to be known to be available. And that's in Texas, that's, like all that, the other ones. That's Austin, Texas, which is where Google Fiber is going. So imagine that. There's uh, three that are announced to go, which is Dallas, uh, Raleigh-Durham, and Winston-Salem. Now, I don't know why all these places have two names. It's absurd. And then there's a bunch of other places on the map that, uh, you know, are there. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm not too impressed with uh, AT&T's idea here, but, you know... It's uh, it's it's slow progress. Yeah, I mean, there are some places that can't even get past dial-up right now. Mm-hmm. Well, and and so like this is just a um, you know, the first sweep. I mean, obviously, they'll do more if they can. And they might, they probably won't even do half of these on this list right away. No, like um, this is just a uh, a list. Of it's just a crap. list. That's it. It's it's just uh, it's it's hype. It's publicity. That's it. And um, they've they've said numerous times that they're making no promises to build anywhere. None. No. Well, except for the Texas. That's it doesn't count well uh sprint is um trying to be nice and how how so well you you know how um you 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 kind of buy a sprint phone and then you can't use it anywhere else because they're Mm. locked Mm -hmm. but not just locked to sprint but locked in technology because you know the cdma split between gsm and cdma oh yeah so there's that but like if you bought a sprint phone you should in theory be able to bring it to verizon or Verizon, mm-hmm. uh, and and it should work because Verizon also supports the CDMA. But it turns out Sprint is trying to be nice to let you actually do that now. Well, not now, but soon, in February 11th, 2015. Any phone released on or after that date will be unlocked automatically sold on Sprint. Still limiting. They're trying to be nice. That, that's good. And what do they actually have to... Or do they just have to not do something to lock it? Okay, well, so it's so good that you bring that up. So I was reading the statement that they put up here about this. Uh, this is um, the relevant language from Sprint's unlocking policy. And so here's what it says. I've been told by another carrier that Sprint needs to unlock my SIM slot in order to use my phone on the other carrier's network. And so it goes on to say, for eligible devices, Sprint will unlock the SIM card slot to the extent that advice SIM slot is capable of being unlocked. Hmm. It is important to note that not all devices are capable of, capable of being unlocked, often because manufacturers, device designs, and even those that are capable of being unlocked, and not all device functionality may be being capable of being unlocked. Now, basically, Sprint goes on to say, Sprint has no technological process available to do this, in some cases. Do you do you understand what they're trying to say, but just not saying it up front? The GSM thing, or they're saying so. For imagine on iPhone, you know how mm-hmm. there's like three iPhones. There's the GSM, there's the international, and then there's the CDMA variety, mm-hmm. the Sprint variety. Well, apparently, like the um, iPhone 4s, for example, there were three models. There was one for AT and T, one for Verizon, and one for Sprint mm-hmm. because they all use different radio frequencies. There's nothing you could do to a Sprint iPhone to get it unlocked because it was infeasible to change the radios after production yeah so fine 
but Sprint couldn't just say that there's no way to change a manufactured specific device for Sprint. That's fine then. Uh, so this is um, one of the reasons Sprint is doing this is because they made an agreement with CTIA and the Consumer Code for Wireless Service. Oh, so that's pretty nice of them. Mm, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, now, how many phones do you think will be released on or after uh, February 11th? Ten. Yeah, ten probably. Mm-hmm. Ten's a good number. Yeah. So, want to talk about uh, my new favorite phone that I have on my wish list? Oh, a new favorite phone? I thought uh, you were getting the Nexus Six. No, 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 no. I'm getting the LG Three. Um, LG Three is going to be great. I mean, haven't you heard all the rumors for it? No, tell me about them. Oh, they're spectacular, wildly spectacular. I mean, these these are going to have an 801. Oh, an 801. No, 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 no. You see, you don't have an 801. That's why you, you know. Are hating on it just because it's not that much better than the last I'm one. I'm hating on it because it took a year to get nowhere in the progress of processors for mobile devices. They added a one. It's not like they went to the 900. They went from the 800 to the 801. They went. Point oh wait, no, they... two hundred megahertz up. Faster clocks means better clocks. It doesn't mean more power efficient clocks. No, 16 megapixel camera. I mean, that's the biggest one I've ever had on an LG G3. I believe you. Yeah. Oh, oh. Best part, best part, buttons on the back end. Oh, again? Again. Ugh. Everyone loves them. Everyone's going to continue to love them. Okay, so when do you think this is coming out? June. Well, pretty soon, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Month and a half away. Buttons on the back again? I mean... Again? Why not? Well, you know, why not? Um, speaking of why not, Amazon wants to make a smartphone, and, you know, we've been hearing a lot about it, so... Uh, you know, we, we heard that it has this 3D appeal, this 3D aspect. Do you remember about that? Mm-hmm. So it has some kind of a weird gimmick and that, that a big one is going to be the use of ex- gestures, extensive and excessive gestures. So the motion sensing and head tracking technology will eliminate the need for traditional menus and drawers. So, you know, like on Android, how you have all the, like the swipe in from the left and swipe in from the bottom and, you know, all those swipey things. Mm-hmm. Well, imagine you had your phone and you tilted it and it would open a menu. Or if you lifted it, it would do something. Apparently, that's what it's going to do, this uh, Amazon Amazon phone. So, I hate that. You should like, hate that. Um, I hate motion controls, like on the Wiimotes and stuff. Oh, you like, know, like um, when it could never map this orientation to up, it would always be like over here? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the Wii Motion Plus fixed that when you Barely. stuck another sensor on the back of it and made another inch or two longer. And then you'd had to put it down on a flat surface to 20 seconds. Face down, not oh, even regular. Oh, oh, face down. Oh, my mistake. So the um, examples that were given here in this uh, Boy Genius report is uh, tilting the phone will now allow you to open new panels that slide over the current screen. Revolutionary. And, Hope they have a patent on that. For, for example, a specific use case is, let's say you were writing a message in the messaging app, uh, and you wanted to select a photo from your photo gallery. Well, how would you open it? There's no menus. There's no buttons. You would tilt it up to get exposure to the panel with the gallery in it. This is the worst thing I've ever heard. There's no way this is real. It's absurd. It's real, and people are going to love it. If it is real, this will not sell well. Well, see... You don't know that. What if the data and the service for it were really cheap? I would be like, what really if it was happy. like, like if you're a Prime customer and what if you get like Prime data? Like, um, what does that even mean? Like, it gets to me in two days? Well, hopefully it'll be like two milliseconds with no latency. Well, and I mean, two 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 milliseconds. That's uh, that's pretty good. 
I mean, you're used to getting like 50 second pings. Yeah. Like two. Wow. I mean, you could, you could like play games so much better. Two millisecond free packets. I, I don't know. And you it's, can, it's, 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 and you know, if you pay it's, the, it's pretty hush hush. If you pay the 399, you get one second. Per packet, that would cost you like millions of dollars in a, in a single hour. Oh no, it wouldn't be per packet; it'd be per segment. Um, yeah, yeah, you know. So if you owned Windows and just left your desktop oh, idle, you 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 die. You'd be bankrupt. So so um, tell me more about what you think Prime Data will do. Well, so here's the thing that says outraged some of the people. So nobody knows exactly what it is. Like, there's no details yet. But there are talks of sponsored data, mm-hmm. and so, people don't like the idea of that. Who has been traditionally in the historical oh, carrier? Oh, absolutely, AT&T. Yeah, so on the first 3G Kindle, AT&T was the provider, which gave Amazon WhisperSync a ton of benefits. And not only did it give them the WhisperSync domestically in the United States, like, you know, you just buy a book wherever, you could also do it internationally. That was the, one of the big sell points. You know, mm-hmm. you're on vacation, and you can just buy a book wherever you are. And I don't know why that matters, really, but apparently it's a feature. So when the, um, you know, LTE versions of the Kindle Fires came out, who did we see on the screen? Well, we didn't see the word AT&T, but we saw their logo. Yeah. Uh, their 4G logo. You know, it's a 4, it's a 4 and a G with flames coming out. Mm-hmm. That's always been AT&T. Amazon's a really big fan of theirs. So presumably the sponsored data would be going through the AT&T scheme. Now, we... um. We we should ask what does sponsored data mean in it, this context? Well, so you know how Amazon's really big into distributing movies now, mm-hmm. and other companies have been saying that if they use heavily intensive things, you should pay to control that. Like you should pay extra for that. And on phones, because you know you only some people only get a gig a month, mm-hmm. um, and you can hit that watching a 1080p movie, right? Really fast, like. If, I don't know, I think if, uh, they're, they're trying to be like, if you watch a commercial or if you do something for them, they'll give you extra data. Like mm-hmm. it wouldn't count towards your thing. Because if you don't have unlimited data, having a beautiful display phone and having all your prime videos are going to cost you. Right. So now here here's some alternative things too. So what if sponsored data in this context meant that any Amazon-specific thing would be free or reduced in price data wise um so whereas, amazon prime and all the others right whereas shopping you know uh if you had um some other like netflix watching yeah if you were trying to watch netflix on it how would that work so then it would uh netflix would cost the same in terms of data but for example 18 uh not 18 uh amazon data would be half off hmm yeah, that would be good. Now, but is that good though? Like, I don't think that's how I want my sponsored data to work. What I want is you watch an ad or you do a survey or you do whatever to get your sponsored data allotment, and then you can use that data chunk wherever you want. Like, I think that's the only fair use for um data. Like, if a company wants to pay my provider to give me some extra data, I should have the choice to use that data to use that service, but not being forced necessarily so. Yeah, do you remember your whole plan for sponsored data no, for a dual park back oh, in yeah. seventh grade? Right, free ads. You wanted to, yes, the ads are free too, along with the internet. Yeah, it, it was. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, those those back in the days when I uh, believed the internet could suck uh, less, and it's not true. Yeah, mm-hmm. as we have all figured out. Oh, Amazon. 
So, uh, speaking of phones, there's a new phone that's actually pretty fancy. Ooh, how fancy? Um, it, it has a Snapdragon 801 fancy. Oh, uh, just like the LG G3. Yeah, it's a piece of crap. I just don't understand what Qualcomm has been doing for an entire year. Well, anyway, let's talk about it. So, you know how, like, the LG G3 would be maybe 699 dollars mm-hmm. off contract? Well, this has the same processor, 3 gigabytes of memory, a 1080p display. Uh, 1080p display, you know, screen. It has, um, you know, uh, a pretty big camera 13. It's not the 16, but it's good. It has, uh, Cyanogen mod on it. Mm-hmm. That's, that's so, revolutionary. Getting this spec range for only 299 versus the 699 of the G3, what do you think? Now that's, what kind of camera did it have? 13 megapixel. So it's, from, it's using it's a, an amazing. It's using Sony lenses or something. Sony's known for their good camera. Mm-hmm. Like so, that's that's everywhere you look about it. It's a premier phone. Sounded pretty good, right? Yeah. Well, you could buy one. It's called the OnePlus One. OnePlus is the name of the company who's making this. It's kind of like a Chinese manufacturer, kind of like Xiaomi was. You know, uh, Xiaomi, you could borrow, You know, mm-hmm. Xiaomi. Could be different. Who knows? And whenever I hear that, I think of those little towels, like you see on everywhere. Xiaomi. Exactly. The, the different, different, very different. Mm. So this phone is uh, looks really nice. There's two two versions of it. There's a cheap one, two ninety nine. I like how that's the cheap one. It comes in white. You get sixteen gigs of uh, internal storage. But for only fifty dollars more, for three forty nine, you could buy a sixty four gig model in black. So everyone's gonna get the black one. I hope so. Well, you'll be able to laugh really easily when you see the white one sticking out. <laughs> that is so true. And yeah. and kind of sad. So, um, what do you think the acquisition process for one of these phones would be? Oh, you go to their website, hit order, wait four business days, and it's at your door. That would be so nice. Unfortunately, as long as you put your zip code in, uh, you got to put your zip code in and your um, geolocated uh, hexadecimal based uh, longitude and latitude. Mm. Uh, you might have to do octets instead. I'm not sure. So you can go to the website oneplus.net, and then you get here and then you don't get much else that that's it so there's they don't really have a supply what they're doing right now though because it's not launched in the u.s formally right now it'll be launched on uh tuesday i think on the 29th i thought they would only say more information yeah but like that's what they mean by launching it like it's still not going to be up for order um their scheme right now is is the smash the past Smash the past? Yes. So what you do is you uh, you register, and um, if they pick you, they'll choose 100 people out of who, whoever registers, and you pay them a dollar, and you smash your current smartphone, and then they'll give you one. You have to videotape yourself smashing. Presumably you have to do that. Share a video of your smash on YouTube, and the OnePlus One will be yours. That's actually kind of funny. However, so I thought of this. I just bought a $59 phone, which we'll get to later. Mm-hmm. So I thought of this. Like, wow, that's pretty clever. You just buy a cheap $10 smartphone, and you just go smash it. Well, they published a list of the phones that they'll accept smashed. And, it's, you know, there's like 10 phones, and they're all premium phones anyway. So Nexus 4? Yeah, I think that's an accounted method. I think that's one of the, on the list. Nexus 5, you know, S4, S5, well, uh, HTC I'm one. I'm going to eBay, screen cracked GLG2. Oh, yeah, right. Do you smash an already smashed phone? Hey, well, that's you won't be able to tell. No, you won't. I mean, Molson Fire will uh, make anything look more broken. Well, I think we just kind of revealed the plan. <laughs> oh, that. Uh. I'm just saying. 
So uh, I, I would definitely suggest looking at all of the design um, advertising stuff here. Yeah. And uh, they have a very silent video. A very silent video, but it's nice to watch anyway. Uh, I, I, I like the phone a lot. So have you ever heard of the Oppo Find 5? Oh, yes, yes, yes. So the Find 7 just came out, but the Find 5 is last year's model. This is somewhat based on the Find 5. So it, it has the same aesthetic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I like how it, it seems so big. 5.5 inches is pretty big. It's huge. That is literally uh, huge. That that's 5.5 inches, half an inch bigger than this Nexus 5. Yes. What would you do? Um nothing. Okay. Well, want to talk about uh Google Hangouts? I would love to talk about Google Hangouts. Well, you got the update. I didn't because I'm I'm waiting for you to find out that um you've it been sucks. leaking out all of your data, data and juices and it doesn't work. But um Hangouts 2.1 is out. Um, has better SMS and Hangouts features. Like it actually works, I hear. Um, video chat is now better, has um, flatter cards, and has green boxes around stuff you've said. Yeah, that's the biggest and most obvious change. Yeah, green boxes. Seriously. Everyone. Seriously. Green yeah, boxes. I, I mean, it's... Weird. You've used iMessage, right? Not personally. You've seen screenshots yeah, seen of it. iMessage being used. Mm-hmm. Like, you got the green and the blue boxes. Well, and... you know, I haven't seen it on iOS 7. I've seen it on iOS 6. I've only used it to talk to one guy who had an iPhone. Because mm-hmm. you can only... If, unless you have Unless a... you have a phone. Because if you have a tablet, you can only talk to people who have a phone. Right. Just like Hangouts. I feel like there's browser integration. Well, yeah, but I mean, if you didn't have a phone, you could only talk to people with Hangouts on Hangouts. But with a phone, you can talk through SMS with Hangouts. Which is nice. Yeah, but then you have to use Hangouts for SMS. Yes. But so on my phone, I have messages and Hangouts still, and I'm never combining them. Well, so I don't have, I don't combine them here either. But at one point, they were combined. They were combined. I tried it out. I wanted to see what the experience is like. And this update solves some of those problems. So now the idea of integrated SMS and Hangouts, the integration is still there, but the refinement is that you can pick very specifically if you want it to be sent with SMS or with the data service. And you can see which one was sent with which. Okay. So maybe that's maybe those problems are fixed, but it's still annoying. I think they are probably holding some stuff back too for Google I/O later this year, um, because I/O will be the anniversary of Hangouts. You know, the unification of the chat platform. Yeah, everyone's gonna love that. You know, maybe they'll even um, start. You know, do Hangouts three with Google Voice integration or something. If only they do that. It doesn't really matter either way. So uh, you know what else doesn't really matter. The LGG watch. But, really? Yeah, doesn't matter that much. I mean, you know, it's just a smart watch. We don't know anything about it. Well, we know two things because LG just can't keep quiet. Uh, they published a picture that uh, shows um, the uh, new watches that will be coming out sometime. We don't know when. Uh, they're on their website. You can just look at the pictures. And the pictures uh, basically show the champagne you know it's the new trend of the world uh and the champagne is kind of like a gold color you know gold. Yeah, it's very nice yeah. you cannot look at the watch it looks great you know it has a black face a white uh i saw back. yeah you saw that guy the, with the watch the, so the supervisor at t-mobile had one on his wrist now 25 points if you knew what it was gear yeah it was galaxy gear first generation isn't that sad well i'm hoping that a customer tried to return it, and he just pocketed it and didn't spend money himself. But you know he did. He's one of those hipsters that don't know anything. He knew how to be mad at Domino's, the only site where I trust. Because I get carry-out exclusively. 
Well, anyway, so the pictures were cool, but we also learned on their website that the new G Watch will not only be coming in champagne, it'll be always on. Which means it won't have just a big black face most of the time. It means it'll actually be showing you something. We don't know what that is. It'll be showing you the time and maybe the weather. And uh, from their pictures, it has a little G, so a Google Now button, maybe. And I guess it will also be water and dust resistant. Dust resistant is incredibly important. Well, I also like the water resistance. It's been raining a lot, and I feel like that's kind of a handy thing. Yeah. Just everywhere. Every, every day. I don't I don't know uh, what you would do if your watch got wet. Cry. I mean, if you have a smart watch, it's it's over. So uh, so this, this watch is called the LGG watch. What are they called the second generation? Oh, man. One. The... LG one watch? Why not? Because it's wrong. No, no. Yeah, it's, it's terrible. No. So tell me about Earth Day. Well, Earth Day's coming up this year. Is it? And Is it, is it coming up? It is. It's this week. On Earth Day this week. Okay. When is Earth Day? It, it was on Tuesday. Oh, that pretend holiday? Yeah, it was kind of a pretend holiday. This year they did a really bad at uh, really bad job at advertising. Well, I mean, when the Hamlin people have the little protests, is normally on Earth Day. Yeah. I see. But um, something interesting happened. Well, I thought it was going to happen this Tuesday or this week. I thought that um, the Nest thermostat sets would be available on the Play Store. But I guess that has already happened. Turns out a little late to the party, yeah. but then again, who really cares? Yeah, because they're they, they're not even discounted, which it's fine. Yeah, I would um, I would appreciate a twenty five dollar uh, gift card to Google Play with my Nest. Yes. I'd, I'd really appreciate it. So, do you know there was some talk this week about what Google's actually been doing with all this Nest crap? Nobody knows, but they do know, and yeah. they have an idea and theories. And what is it? It's really really bad. Um, so in California. Mm-hmm. They have a lot more brownouts than they, we do around here. Mm-hmm. And so um, what Google's been doing is actually selling um, usage statistics to model what people actually do with um, their climate controls. Like, do you know how mm-hmm. air conditioners use more power than anything else? Like, right. compared to everything. Every, like, your refrigerator doesn't use anything, mm-hmm. but your air conditioner does. And I hear it's hotter and stuff. Um, so they're talking about having a whole market of selling data to utility companies. I mean, I don't think that's bad as long as it's an aggregate. Well, um, yeah, it should be fine and should be anonymous. And um, yeah, um, but you know, selling data—that's all Google's good for. But I don't, I don't think that's a, a problem. I think that if the um, data is an aggregate and it doesn't target specific people, I think that's a really great thing for companies to have access to. And the company's jobs should have been to make a Nest-like product that should have just been installed for free to everyone to reduce their cost and to reduce people's costs. But that doesn't happen because uh, most infrastructure businesses don't really business. They just languish. That's fine, though. Mm, it's fine, probably. So, uh, what, what, what kind of... Uh, I wonder what kind of pricing that would be like. For what? All that data. Well, well, we'll never, ever, ever know that. It's kind of too bad that that data wouldn't be just open sourced. <laughs> it would be kind of funny. Maybe the utility company could do that after they purchased it. Oh, great. Because yeah. then it would have no value. Yeah, right. Yeah, you're right. It would not. Because XL Energy, our energy provider, mm-hmm. um, tells us what our neighbors do. So we feel bad that we have used 55% more electricity than everyone else. And how does that, what does that even mean? 
I have no idea. I think it's pretend. Yeah, that doesn't sound real. Well, uh, you know, there's a lot of things that doesn't don't sound real, and and that was Project Hera at one point. Project Hera, do you remember that the uh, yeah. the Google thing that wanted to revolutionize how every application looked? You remember the messed up Gmail? Do you remember the messed up Calendar app? Do you remember the uh, last week's Google Plus app? Mm-hmm. What color was the Google Plus app? Green. No. Red. Yes. Red. Very red. Okay. So much for remembering. Uh, well, this week we have some, not Hera, but some other thing. Apparently, uh, one of the things that Google wants to do is they want to make okay Google everywhere. Or what they're calling modular actions and new gav- new navigation buttons. They want to bring this to Android. And so what would it be is imagine you were viewing a picture in your uh, gallery and you wanted to share it. You could just press the Google Play button and it would pop up a slide over and it would let you do things vocally instead. So you could say, share this picture and it would share to Google Plus automatically or share to whatever. That's cool. Or imagine uh, you uh, wanted to write an email, but you didn't want to click all the buttons to write the email. You could specifically say, send a reply to person, subject, blah, 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 content, blah, blah, blah. And uh, these actions will all be done through what they're calling a Google button. You can see the word Google. So it it, it looks very much like they're going to change how the, uh, you know, instead of having a home button, it would be a Google button. How? What does a Google button look like? Look at the pictures. It looks like the word Google. Really? Yeah. That can't be. It's it's uh, if that's like, if that's what I'm hearing, that's what this, it's looking like. CyanogenMob is going to get really popular. I know. Like really popular, really so, fast. So it it it's it's something that will ask you. It will um it'll pop up and ask you, okay, Google everywhere, and it's a thing you can en- enable. It asks you to um or it lets you know that it will. Always listen for OK Google. Like, so not only in just the home screen anymore, but apparently in just all apps, which is really kind of weird, honestly. I don't know how that works. And then it'll only respond to you. So they're going to use that maybe Moto X kind of tech that would only lock to your voice, which was never very accurate, apparently. Uh, so you can pick maybe later or yes, I'm in. Um, now these could be mock-ups. I don't know. Cause, you know, they'd be like work, but, uh, you know, hmm. What do you think? Not a fan, and I'm alarmingly scared. Why? It looks, uh, I don't know. I don't like change. I refuse to. But, update. Okay, so I don't like change either. But what's the problem with this? It's too bright, too colorful, too annoying, and too everywhere. So I agree. I don't like how it looks. But what about the uh, modular actions by voice? What do you think about those? I don't know. It's like you read the city bus to a lot of places and stuff. Mm. Like, what if people were just talking to their phone while? Well, that's why it's w- that's why it specifically learns your voice. It says. This will be only activated would that by bug you. you. Like, do you like a nice, quiet bus? Well, I don't care. You, you wouldn't mind if people were saying, I like, to, well, I... where can I score Coke, man? No, and... the, but people do that on the bus with each other already. I mean, yeah, I know that. Yeah, but you know that, huh? This seems to be a whole other de... dynamic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, so it all depends on how deep this integration goes. Like, are they going to show this off suddenly? Is this the dream of Android 5 or whatever? 5S. Ugh. Five Hera. Yeah, no, this is, it's gotta be fake. I don't think it's fake. I just think that it's not good. Yeah. Hey, you wanna hear some Apple news now? I would love to. So, you know how Apple sells products in every single category? Mm-hmm. Like, um. Tablets, phones, mm-hmm. computers. And, well, well, and their trademarks go crazy. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
So Apple's international trademark agreement has expanded to include another category, which is now jewelry. So now you, you can't be making jewelry that has the Apple logo, which I always thought you couldn't do anyway. Well, so, like, I guess what that means is... Um, You're getting ready for a watch. They're getting ready for some kind of jewelry. Yeah. Yeah, a watch. Uh, like... Yeah. It's... I don't know. It, it, it's They're bound to do it, but as long as... It still doesn't sound like they have a international trademark on dolls yet. Uh, no, I don't think they... Remember have... the likeness of Steve Jobs with the iPhone crotch? Yes, of course. Like, um, those were... So, like, you couldn't buy those, because that stopped, like, out of the threat of a lawsuit to use the likeness of him. But that's kind of funny. So, I was, I was trying to find this picture, and I just, I don't, I guess somebody just made it, and they didn't actually do find it anywhere. But, so the the picture says, Class 14 jewelry, precious metals, and their alloys, and goods in precious metals, or coated therewith, not included in other classes, jewelry, precious stones, horological, and chronometric instruments. Wow, that's uh. I mean, if you don't like the sound of chronometric instruments, I don't really know what you're talking about. That's that's great. Mm-hmm. That that's what Apple is making. A chrono, what was it? What was it again? Chronometric instrument. That's what Apple's making. So I was going to play a video about Tim Cook. Oh, you were? Why not? Well, I don't have YouTube support anymore, so. Oh, wanna? I don't, I don't really. Oh, yeah. I'm, oh I, it's I, one of them. It's, it's, it, it, I really wanted to play it because I really wanted to, uh, 25 episodes from now, I wanted to slip it right into our, uh, you know, year in celebration. But no YouTube, no, no Tim Cook. So we're just going to talk about Google instead. Oh, that's, well, that's one thing to talk about. And, and by Google, I mean kind of Google, but not really Google. We're going to talk about how Microsoft, kind of somehow tricked Motorola into signing a Android licensing agreement. Wow. How how would one do that? Oh, because there's two Motorola's I tricked you. Oh. So you know how there's Motorola Mobility, the one that Google had that now own Lenovo owns? Mm-hmm. Well, that one is safe. That one did not sign any agreements, so don't worry. No, it's Motorola Solutions, the the parent company of Motorola Mobility before the sell-off. They apparently still make enterprise products for some reason using Android, and they make specialty devices for, like, field service, like embedded systems that use Android, which is weird, too. So, uh, we don't know how much they, what, what kind of deal they got with Microsoft, but there's a licensing deal to license whatever patents that, uh, Microsoft has for Android. And so there you go, Motorola, subscribing to the Microsoft. That's, that's not bad. I mean, just another place where Microsoft can get $15 for each device sold and get more money from Android than their own line of phones. You know, that, that was very true last year. And this year. And, and every year hence. I don't know. I didn't know that existed. I, I mean, when was the last time you heard of Motorola Solutions? You know, never. Nothing. I hear Motorola chips all the time. Yeah. Um, for like automotive cars and like disembedded. But you never stuff, heard. I, I've never hear that. Yeah. Um, you you don't you don't ever hear it. Like, I, how would you even get to their website? Bah, just hopefully just to Google away. Yeah, but I mean, would it be under Motorola Solutions? Oh crap! It is. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, you know, you know Windows. You you use the, Windows the, more than everyone else. The Windows? Yeah, I use yeah. the Windows. You like start buttons? Well, and... you know, actually, this week I've been using a lot of that OS ten. Is that is that like an Apple thing? Yeah, it's Mavericks. Uh, oh, Mavericks. Yeah. Uh, I I see. I don't I don't do Apple. Why? Well, too 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 much jewelry. Too too much jewelry, and uh, this class fourteen metric chromonic somethings just <laughs> just don't don't add up. Don't add up. Yeah. 
But uh, Mary Jo Foley, which is such a fake name, and I have never heard of it in before, says that Microsoft might release the next major update sometime in August. Mm-hmm. Now, I got a question for you. Yeah, go ahead. Who is she? Who is she? Well, so you know um, who uh, John Gruber is? Oh, I love John Gruber. Right. So John Gruber is he a what? To, well, he's a guy who gets invited to hotel rooms to write privately. Before events. With three other guys. With three other guys. <laughs> now, is she one of these, is Mary Jo Foley somebody you asked to come to a hotel room before an event? Well, I don't think she's ever before been... Before you go out on stage and stuff. I don't think she's ever been asked to a hotel room. No. But she's very similar to what uh, John does. Uh, she's, she, she's uh, you know, uh, a Microsoft journalist, but also an evangelist for Microsoft in, in some ways. So just, just how... um. The beat that John covers is Apple. She covers Microsoft. And she's very good at it. So she and Paul Therott pretty much work together on this kind of stuff. And so um, that's why everybody takes what she tends to write pretty seriously when it comes to Microsoft. Hmm. So the 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 idea is that Microsoft is uh, preparing the next update for um, Windows already. And so you know how Windows 9 was originally speculated to come out sometime in spring 2015? Mm-hmm. So that sounds really reasonable because when is spring 2015? Well, that's like build time in April or March, um, in 2015. So what a great time. So that's, you know, every three, five, six months for, uh, some kind of update to Windows to salvage the situation that is Windows 8. Seems reasonable. It, but it isn't. Why? What's wrong with it? Like, but what's wrong? It's, I don't know, tricking. How? You made it sound like it was a question, because I think it sounds reasonable, but you're like, meh. Well, it is reasonable. So one one of the problems with Windows 8 is that everybody is on uh, you know, Windows 8. If they don't upgrade to 8.1, they won't have all their new start menus uh, accounted for. And, uh, you know, there's a, that, there was that thing last week, how they, uh, changed the support window from 30 days to 120 days, mm-hmm. you know, sometime in August, I think it expires for the forced update one, you know, that, that's, that, that's one of those things, or when does, does this expire in uh, August? I think. Yeah, it sounds like 120 days. Well, if it expires in August, that's a perfect time for the next update to come out, right? Yeah, I, th- I think it is. Mm-hmm. So, well, I'm looking forward to that because, uh, that star menu looks really nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, what do you know about Intel? Well, Intel makes Thunderbolt, which is called Light Peak in the real world. Uh, only sometimes. I love the name Light Peak. Why? Well, I guess you can't really explain why you like things. Yeah, I just I just love the yes. idea of Light Peak. Thunderbolt is just an average thing. Like I've seen those. I've never seen a Light Peak. Hmm. Wow. Ever seen a Nexus? Yeah. Well, I'm here. Hi. Big week. Doing well. So, uh, Thunderbolt three is what Intel somewhere was showing off and it will double the bandwidth again from 20 gigabits per second to 40 gigabits per second and that is not one way that's both ways Hmm. so 40 gigabits per second both ways that's pretty fast that is really fast Mm -hmm. and so it'll be supporting natively so you know you just pop it into whatever slot you want it'll be supporting natively displayport 1.2 usb3 and usb uh, uh, sorry hdmi 2 which i've never heard of have you ever heard of the spec HDMI 2? No. No, because I haven't. I've heard of HDMI 1.4a, but not 2. So maybe that's new. Uh, it'll also, for some reason, change its adapter. Well, I mean, it has to to let the more gigabytes flow. That that makes no sense. It's got to be wider. So uh, if the adapter's changing, that means Apple has their hand in it because 
the standardization here was that Mini DisplayPort became, on purpose, the Thunderbolt adapter, the, you know, the connector. Mm-hmm. So what kind of connector will this change to? A 20 pin. That'd be really funny. It'd go up and pin. That, that'd be really funny. <laughs> but it won't. So, um, do you think it'll get smaller then? I don't know. It, mini display is not overly large. No, I don't think so. I think like, it's a really um, nice size. I don't have it down here anymore, but, yeah, uh, but I like that size. But it can get thinner. Like, you know how an HDMI is? It's very mm-hmm. wide and very thin. Um, well, I'm guessing they're going to go yeah. just as wide, just a little thinner. I don't know. As long as they keep the non-same size. Like, I think HDMI is too rectangular for its own good. Really? I mean, I hear rectangles are very dangerous. <laughs> so what I mean is, you don't know which way to plug it in, because it's the same on both sides, almost. Like, no, it's a trapezoid. It's, yeah. And it's too rectangular. The mini display port is very different on one side, so it's very easy to tell, hmm. I think. So we'll, we'll have to see about that. Now, of course, the here's the the sad part. It won't be coming anytime soon because it's tied to the release of Skylake. Now, when is Skylake? Uh, well, it's after Broadwell. Mm-hmm. And when is Broadwell? Not for another year. Q115, so maybe in six months. Mm. Eight months. I uh, don't know what yeah. day it is. So it, it's, it's coming, but it's not anytime soon. So expect this to be a couple years from now. So maybe at the end of 2015, maybe sometime in 2016. It sounds like a ways away. I mean, does it really matter, though? How many devices even have Thunderbolt? None that are mine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, some blokes over at the Ohio State University. Blokes. Students. Researchers. Okay. Researchers mm-hmm. are saying that households that live in states where they collect online sale taxes have decreased their Amazon spendings around 10%. And B&M retail stores have enjoyed a mere 2% increase in spendings in those same states. Is that so? So, how do people in Ohio get this kind of information? Uh, it would be fine if Amazon released it, but, like, does, does Amazon actually release how much information or how much they paid in taxes? Well, I'm, or do sure, their states I'm, I'm sure actually... they did some kind of survey. Like, um, th- okay. th- this is a study conducted at, um, through Ohio State University. Okay, so now I just don't believe it. I mean, that's fine. I mean, it's just a somebody's study. But it makes sense that... Uh, like, I love buying things on Amazon. But will you buy less impulsively if you had an extra 10% of tax on top? Well, yeah. I mean, you buy something that costs, you know, two ninety nine, you'll totally notice that your in-app purchase is now taxed. I have noticed that, and it has annoyed me. It, it, it's terrible. Like, well, you think it's, oh, it's less than $3. Now it's over $3. But you know what else is weird, though? So, like, on Guild Wars, for example, mm-hmm. I buy gems occasionally. Like, every week I get paid, and I buy, you know, a set of gems. And uh, one week I was taxed. The next week I wasn't taxed. No, that's bad. I thought that was pretty bad. Were you guesting on a server? No. That would be really bad if you guessed in a different server. And, and you... the taxation was different? Yeah. That would be very bad. So, so Anvil watch Rock for... has high taxes. Don't go there. Ferguson Come Crossing. to Blackgate. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about that. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll say that it didn't happen that way. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh, speaking of Amazon, you know how they bought Comixology? Was that like two weeks ago? Uh, last week we talked about it. Though. Is that only last week? Yes, yes. Okay. Well, they have already started to make changes. iOS, the, 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 you know, that operating system that Apple has. Mm-hmm. So you know how, uh, in-app purchases work on iOS? They're subject to that 30% Oh, that cut. cut. I mean, that, that's just vicious. Well, when Comixology was 
its own application, they didn't really mind going through the 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 you know the app store and letting Apple take their cut because they get money for it anyway. You know, they just charge thirty yeah. percent extra or whatever. Well, Amazon didn't want to do that, so they have released a new version of Comicsology for iOS, taking away the ability to buy comics at all through the app. They force you to go online to the website now to buy your comics. Hmm. So apparently, a lot of people are saying that this is really annoying and that their impulse purchases will go down significantly because of this. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That is cool. Yeah. I mean, it's not that surprising. It's weird, too, that uh, Amazon wouldn't just keep it. Like, if it was working, why why change it? It's not like they were losing money by putting in the 30%, you know, cut for Apple. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I Hey, want to talk about Brazil? Only if you tell me about it. So, do you know how I've always kind of hated the United States for being behind the times in every you know, single way? You know, you know, just pretty much. Like, um, mm-hmm. like in New Zealand, you can't patent software, and there's actually, you know, laws that protect the end user instead of the corporation. Yeah, but you have to live in New Zealand. Yes. You can't well, even find that on the map. Oh, yeah, of course you can. It's right next to Africa. Okay. Hopefully. Mm. Is it? No. Oh, man. It's almost like I don't know geography. Either way, Brazil, which is south of here, has created a Bill of Rights that um, cover many, many, many topics that are a concern to people. Um, so it covers net neutrality and um, a lot, a lot of privacy issues. And it's a nice bill. I mean, people are actually protesting during the stuff. Like, people actually care that they're getting screwed over. And, I don't know, it just... It's a beautiful thing that people care about their internet freedoms. And they don't have an FCC trying to have two different roads on the internet. It's kind of too bad that I can't, like, uh, you know, maybe, for instance... Read it? It's in Portugal. Read it. I mean, how hard is it to send me a link directly to the Bill of Rights? Do you want to read Portuguese? I mean, either way, it works for me. I mean, I I know that a few weeks ago you decided to put some Japanese links in there, hoping I wouldn't see that. It's not that I didn't want you to see it, it's just that I knew you couldn't read it. It was from something like Intel's site. Like, yeah. You pulled the Japanese page of an Intel website just for the fun of it. No, I mean, those were the leaks from the uh, Chinese mm. version of IDF. Well, oh, it's A- Chinese. Well, it's really Asia, but whatever. Yeah, but very cool. Um, so, I um, mean, uh, would, would this ever happen here? No. No? No. Too stupid. Well, and it, even if it did happen, would anybody respect it? Hopefully. I mean, but they wouldn't. What NSA? See, that's, that's exactly the reason why they're scared and want one. Mm-hmm. I mean, but, and if, oh, the, the other problem, too, is that this, this this does not stop the NSA here from doing bad things to, to people there. Yeah. So It really doesn't. I mean, you either need a worldwide Bill of Rights or it won't work. You think that's ever going to happen worldwide? No. Mm-hmm. No. That's, yeah. That's okay. So do you have any plugs this week? I I have an update real quick just to mention. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. So one of the things that I wanted to test on my Q charger to talked about last week mm-hmm. is so I let my phone go completely dead. Oh yeah. Like dead until it shut off. Mm-hmm. Like so I had zero percent battery. Mm-hmm. And I figured it might using the QI charger might have something like that you'd need a little power to get going. Right. But if you set a completely dead phone on it, it'll just magically turn on. Oh, like, that's um, nice. Yeah. So it is a very wise purchase to get. It pre- preserves the integrity of your um, charging port because mm-hmm. you don't have to have all that wear and tear. And it is very convenient just to throw it on your desk. Just throw it. 
just throw it and hope it lands on a little four by four inch square. I'm, I I do say that your charger is a little bit tiny. Well, like my you, Nexus Five drips off the edge. No, it's fine. Just make sure you center it. I don't know. I I feel like that's kind of a fishy thing. Mm-hmm. So we have a decision to make. Do we, do we want to uh, plug a special uh, device? Or? I got plenty of time to listen to you talk about something special. Okay, so last week I was uh, feeling feeling down because the news week was so low and so boring that I decided to spice it up and uh, buy another phone. You bought another phone. Another phone. Now, when you bought this phone, were you intending for this one to be used? No, not in any way. So it's just 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 to try something. It's a play phone. It's a play phone. Not okay. not from Google Play. Don't even think about it. Mm. Uh, bad joke too. So you know, um, and, and so one of the reasons I decided to do this is a few weeks ago you asked me what would make you leave Android, and of course I said uh, at the time Project Hero would make me leave Android until I realized uh, realized what Project Hero really was and what the purpose of it is. So that that's a non-issue now. I don't know what would make me leave Android, but I know what what won't make me go to Windows Phone. Windows Phone won't make me go. It won't make me leave Android. Really? So I, I bought a Windows Phone. It is a Lumia 521. It is a you know a pretty pretty decent handset. You know uh, for for the low end market, it cost fifty nine dollars. Hmm. That's that's not a lot. And that's not a lot. So you can probably guess some of the specs. Try. Um, Snapdragon 801? <laughs> no. It has only 512 megabytes of memory. That's right. It's pretty, uh, pretty good, isn't it? It doesn't even have, like, a named processor. Hmm. You know, it's not, not even like a, you know, S4 Pro. It's, you know what it is? What is it? It is an MSM8227. Hmm. When it's unnamed, it's not good. So that that puts it in the S4 category, but that means it's a plain S4. It's not an S4 Play or an S4 Pro. It's an S4. Ugh. Yeah. So it's probably not very good. It's a one gigahertz processor. It only, as I mentioned, only 512 megs of memory. It does have eight gigabytes of internal storage. However, if you've ever met Windows, well, there goes half of it. Hmm. And then I installed a bunch of updates and apps, and I only have like three and a half left. Cool. So, um, so I got the phone with Windows 8 on it, and as you might recall, at Build a few weeks ago, in early April, they released a developer preview for Windows Phone 8.1. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Do you remember what some of those features were? Um, Cortana. Cortana, Action Center, and like various improvements to the entire OS, the most visible being uh, a background for your tiles on the home screen or on the start screen as they call it. Hmm. So I, I don't have like a formal review for it because I haven't written one and you know, I don't do that uh, bloggy thing anymore because it's hard, but I can tell you a few things. The phone is not fast because it has bad hardware, but for what windows offers, it's a good enough phone. If you don't have many expectations, if you gave the same device to somebody with Android, they'd be crying in pain, withering on the floor because it would just be so slow. But somehow Windows managed to make it fast enough to actually use. Like the transitions between, you know, different states of an app, it's very fast and very fluid. What you do find, though, is that it runs out of memory just so frequently. You can only have one app in memory at any one time. And that's the one you actively have open. No, no, that's fine. You can so have you one can, app how, open. How is swapping between them, then? It's fine. It takes, like, two seconds extra of time. And you can see it take time. Hmm. Like in Android, on my Snapdragon 800, 
with two gigs of memory, I can go from Gmail and then I can go over here to Hangouts and it's just there. It doesn't reload. On the, uh, on the Windows phone, it actually says resuming with, uh, you know, the little dot loader bar. That, that sounds bad. But that's because of the hardware. Mm. But what I'm saying is Windows is really good. It's fast when you're in the app. It's just slow when you're changing apps. Oh, well, that's good. So then. it's not, so you know, like on some Android phones that are really, really cheap in an app, typing on the keyboard is leaky. That never happens yeah. on this Windows phone. It has enough memory and enough power to do it. And I don't even think that's hardware problem or a hardware bound issue. I think that's specifically how the OS is engineered. Now, another problem. You have a lot of problems. The apps. The apps. How many? There's got to be millions to pick from. There are just barely any apps for this device. So I wanted Evernote because I wanted to take some notes. There's no Evernote. No Evernote? Okay, so so fine. There's no Evernote. So I wanted a Twitter app. Well, there is a Twitter app, but guess what's Twitter app? The app from Twitter. Twitter's Twitter app, which sucks. How do you know? I tried it. Is it really bad? It's really bad. It hasn't been updated since early 2013. Hmm. There's no Google Plus app, but I suppose I can forgive it because it's a different platform. There's a Facebook app, but it doesn't look the same as regular Facebook, and it lacks quite a few features. Uh, so then I thought, okay, so what do I do with my phone a lot? I read uh, feeds. I read my feeds a lot. I read Feedly. Well, there's a really good app. It's called Next Gen Reader, but it's kind of it's it's very basic. It doesn't. It's not for power power user. So the, there's that. So then, uh, how about email? What do you what do you think about email? Oh, Gmail app. Oh, a Gmail app? No, you you gotta be kidding. Um, Outlook, two thousand three. Oh, you know it's funny. Outlook. So there is an Outlook email app, but Outlook is not the Outlook that I was expecting. It's the Outlook.com app. Oh. So you know Outlook.com? It's the what took over of Hotmail. Mm. Well, it turns out that is a really nice app, but you can't put Gmail in it because it's only for Outlook.com email. So then you're stuck with the built-in email app, which is okay, I guess. But you really don't get all the f- good features of Gmail, like, you know, auto-sorting labels and, you know, cool stuff. Hmm. Um, but did I mention the phone feels fast when you're in an app? That's what I'm most impressed about. It is such a bare-bones phone that it feels fast when you're typing, when you're doing something. I, I took some pictures with it. I'll post those later. Uh, the pictures look pretty good, you know, for a 5-megapixel camera. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a, just a regular and average camera. But did I? But I don't know. What, what do you? What do you? What do you think about it? I think I let you touch it for a while. Yes, but I didn't have enough time to get around it. But I do like Cortana. Like, um, okay, so let's it talk, is accurate. Let's talk about Cortana. So, Google now, uh, you talk to it. But what Cortana does is you talk to it, and then it talks back. So one of the I mean, examples in a nice way. It does talk back in a nice way. One of the examples I used was I asked it, "Where is the nearest Walmart?" And so then. Uh, you know, it answered, and that's fine. And um, the uh, Cortana then would pop up a map or give me some options depending on which one it thought it should do. So then I asked it, where is the uh, Walmart in Blaine? There are two Walmarts in Blaine. So it popped up a numbered list. And so then it would start listening after it told you where both of the Walmarts were, waiting for you to say which one, the first one or the second one. Right. And so first one then. So then you pick the first one. So then it tells you where it is and it shows you a map. So then it starts listening again and you can ask it, bring me there or show me a map. So depending on which one you say, it will either open navigation or open the maps. So Cortana is a really nice interactive experience. What's weird though is there are cases where it won't start listening again after the 
thing has been read. So you have to interact with it again. You have to touch it again. And so I think that that's just what they've done for right now because they don't want to either A, overkill their servers or B, it's just not sophisticated enough. I think eventually they'll have it just always be listening. It's not even a month old yet. Well, it is a month old. It just hasn't been a month since release. Like, surely they've been working on voice technology beforehand. I tried using the voice um, stuff before Cortana. Cortana is just a brand. It doesn't mean anything. I tried it before I put Windows 8.1 on the phone. It had voice control. Like, you could do stuff. You could open a map. You could do stuff. Okay. It wouldn't do it intelligently, but it had voice recognition. It but just it didn't Cortana's talk back. Cortana's voice. Right. Exactly. You know, and honestly, it doesn't really sound like Cortana's voice. That's, you know, it's yeah. fake. I mean. It's great branding, though. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. Halo is the greatest thing ever. It is pretty good. And so for the accuracy, I can say stuff to Google now, you know, and it'll get me probably 90% of the time. On Cortana, whether it, it, it's just the words I was saying to it or not, it's doing a really much better job than Google Now, I think. Hmm. It's it's extremely accurate with even hard sentences. Hmm. Well, you'll be able to let me play with it sometime and I'll... I'm sure it. you'll find some words that don't exist that I break it. Try. You know, like, I try. Um, yeah, I, I, I know I can break it. I can break anything, mm-hmm. but I can't fix anything. So uh, an- another thing, though, is... When I bought the phone, I didn't know it came from T-Mobile. Like, Newegg didn't say who it was for. They said it was unlocked. You could do whatever you want with it. Okay. But it came in a T-Mobile box. That's funny. It is kind of funny. Uh, and so I didn't put a SIM card in it yet, so I don't know what the call quality is like. It supports 4G, but not LTE. So presumably it's kind of like just having Nex- Nexus 4, just without features. Mm-hmm. That's... That's pretty good. Eh, it's okay. You know, the battery lasts all day without LTE, so great. <laughs> well, without any of the... I've never gotten down to below 70. That's a good sign. Yeah, because it doesn't do much. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's really all I have to say about it right now. When I play with it more and the OS is finalized in a few weeks, maybe, uh, I can say more. Yeah, we'll we'll have to keep on listening to you. Yeah, don't do not do that. It's, uh, it's a phone. It's a Lumia. It's crippled by its hardware, but the OS is good. Well, but there are no apps. Hmm. Yeah. Very similar to what you used to say about it. Because it, no it's, it, it's still true. I mean, that's the problem. Yeah. But apps will always come. But will they? So what apps do you have on your phone that you need to use your phone? My pregnancy counter. But do you have that on your phone? Now I do. Okay. I do have the pregnancy track. So, yeah. so for in, in instance, I have I have LastPass. Oh, there is a LastPass app for it. That's good. Um, I I like to use a flashlight app. Well, the phone doesn't have a light, so I can't use that. Okay, fine. Um, oh, I, how many pages of apps do you have? I don't have pages. I have the slide out drawer. Yeah, you have so many more apps. See, all yeah, my do. apps fit in. I do have a lot more apps than you. Have. Two pages, because apps don't make a phone. Yes, yes, they do, actually. I don't know. As, as long as I have Easy on RAR and ES File Explorer, any phone is worth a lot. But you would certainly not have those on the Windows phone. And so you know how, how do I, I do file compression? You don't. You, how much storage do you have on that? You, I have three gigs left. So how do you compress things? You don't compress them. I mean, it's a Windows phone. RARing should be, it's, you know. RAR is not made by Microsoft in any way. It's zipping that should be native. But it's not. And it's, in fact, I don't think there is even a native file system that you can even do just like iOS. So it's worthless. No, you, I'm sure there is somebody who made a viewer, but I don't, I, don't, I don't know what it is. So you know like how you can find really good apps sometimes on the Play Store? Mm-hmm. Like how would you know to download ES File Explorer? 
you wouldn't. recommendation. You wouldn't, but unless somebody told you about it. But if you started to read about the app's description, you looked at its reviews, you would just try it, right? Mm-hmm. All the apps on Windows Phone, their icons are horrible, and their reviews are horrible, and just everything pretty much is just horrible. The app experience is horrible. It, there's really no incentive for you to try more than any apps. Hmm. Yeah. Doesn't sound uh, good. No, no, it it doesn't sound great. I'm sure a better phone would give me a better experience, but you know, I really like the OS, but the the app problem is the biggest problem. That's too bad. Mm -hmm. So that's all I know. Well, what are you doing next week? Uh, Next week, uh, you know, I have a couple big projects to do, so I'm gonna hope that there's a slow news week. Uh, Not gonna be buying a random phone. I hope so. Why? Why would you hope that? I should buy a random phone every week. Really? Yeah. Well, just start with a 5S. Then a 5C the week the week after. But but they're the same, mostly. And just so you know, I want you to know that you personally qualify, because you're my friend of a postal employee, most importantly, just a random person, mm-hmm. that you can buy a tablet at Wi-Fi only price. You know, and so, uh, yeah, we were not even going to talk about that here. Oh, that- lightning. It happens. Thunderbolt. I mean, you know, EB's coming up soon, so. Oh, yeah. You know what Lightning does yeah. to their connection. We do know. So, uh, I'm not doing too much next week. I don't know if there are any big events going on. They kind of just sneak up on me these days. I have no idea. I should really have a calendar, but I don't. Oh. Well, what, just... what are you doing next week? Uh, how about the mail? I'm doing the mail, huh? Doing the mail. Mm. In the rain. Yes. I have, I, I spent $90 on a raincoat. Mm. It's, uh, expensive. 15 on a helmet. I like the helmet. No, it's uh, made in Mexico. It's very high quality and should last forever. What, what does the helmet protect you from? It is advertised as a sun hat. But okay. Every carrier wears it in the rain. Reasonable. And only in the rain. Okay, then. That's funny. It's a rain helmet, but it's... Uh, called a sun hat. Well, I guess it doesn't rain in Mexico. It does. And Google imaging searching Mexican rain. Well, anyway, while you're doing that, where can we find you on the internet? Well, you can send me an email at methmetro.com, or you can give me a phone call with my unlimited minutes at 651 651- Five zero zero seven two six seven. Yeah, and don't call his old number that doesn't exist anymore. Yes, yes. Don't don't call that. Either way, I need I need. So the the post office has decided to bring their up website back up, and so I got in. But um, T-Mobile is continuing to suck, so I can't actually get the discount. Why would they do? I'll show you when okay. the show's over. And of course, you can find me Ryan Rampers at just about everywhere, especially on the Twitter Ryan Mar, which is where I've been tweeting at school literally all the time. Because I've had this new phone, and so I would sit with this phone in this hand and the other phone in my other hand, and I'd be tweeting on one and reading the tweets on the other. It was amazing. And I'm sure people were looking at me funny. Why do you have two phones? Scepter Mage. And, of course, uh, you can also find me on the Google+, Plus, which is where I post many of these show notes throughout the week. Although, maybe you won't be able to find me on Google+, Plus when it goes down, because Vikram Dotra left. How sad. You know, he was the one maintaining the servers. No. No, you don't think so. I don't think so. You don't. You don't. You don't think so. You had staff for that. I had a staff for that. Was he the only one on the staff? No. Okay. Well, you might be right. Well, that's all I know. Well, have a good one. Have a good one. The, the what is Brazil a country or a state? <laughs> I think it's a country thing. That real Either place? way, they uh, yes, it is. I believe it's south of us. I'm glad you got that far. <laughs>
Oh my gosh. I don't know where no Brazil is. No Brazil. No Brazil is next to Brazil. It's like West Brazil. No Brazil. Find a store. <laughs> Just <laughs> You're terrible. Their their sight is like too dynamic for me. Oh my gosh, that G is moving. When G's move. Soft block. Soft block. Mm-hmm. Well, so I tried to set a timer with Cortana, and it didn't even try. It just could, it just failed. It didn't even work. It didn't even go through the alarm app. Hmm. Maybe you didn't use the proper vocabulary for setting alarm. Set countdown bomb! Wait, set final halo level! <laughs>